0: At any rate, he was the best, he still is the best, he'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights on Talk Radio 77 WABC or his own website, BillOReilly.com, interviews, TV show, his columns, all amazing. His killing series, Killing the Legends, really uh, came to light this week with the death of Lisa Marie Presley. And of all the segments all week long on WABC, I mean every show, every show, nothing comes close Ratings wise to this one with me, and that is the best ever, Bill O'Reilly. Bill, good Thursday morning. How are you, pal?
1: You know, I'm listening to the four part harmony of the Beach Boys when they were in their early 20s, and it's still amazing.
0: I know. I know you love Mike Love. He was on this show, on your show, not that long ago, and they're still great. They are still great. You know, talking about amazing, I played cuts earlier. We'll get to the The political stuff. Uh, Mike and the Mad Dog reunited together, yes, on ESPN, first time in a long time. And they both made the point that the best regular season quarterback ever, Peyton Manning, the best Super Bowl quarterback ever, Joe Montana, they're willing to call Tom Brady the greatest because of the amount of years and victories, but neither said on any given day he's been the best quarterback ever. Your thoughts?
1: Well, I listened to the first uh, for the 8 to the 8.30, uh, sit-in friends. Yeah. Um, Look, how many uh, times did Brady get to the Super Bowl? Ten. How many Super Bowls did he win? Seven. That's it.
0: That's what I think. See ya. That's
1: it. I mean, in order to get to the Super Bowl, Mike and the Mad Dog got to win. More games throughout the season. Nobody's come close nope. to getting to the Super Bowl ten times. See, I'm an analytical guy, and I'm not uh, casting aspersions on uh, Francesca and Russo. I know them both, and they're very entertaining guys and all of that. But their job is to get attention to themselves. Okay? And the way you do that in the sports world is to create controversy so people pick up the phone and call you. It's not like what I do and take an issue and then analyze the issue based on facts and historical perspective. But this one is fairly easy. Brady is the best by far. He won the most games to get to the most Super Bowls, to win the most Super Bowls. To leave him alone.
0: All right, there it is. That is great analysis from Bill O'Reilly. Let's get to the Tyree Nichols funeral yesterday. Everybody agrees. All oh, we've heard about this guy, super guy, horrible, horrible tragedy. But any time Al Sharpton and or Kamala Harris arrive on the scene, it goes from a horrible human tragedy to a political circus. All Sharpton wants is donations. All Kamala cares about is demonizing police. She's actually upset the cops weren't white. She can't make it about race, but at least she can demonize police. Those two showed up yesterday, Bill. That was disgraceful.
1: Well, I disagree with you on Harris. She had to do it. That's her job, is uh, to attend ceremonial events like this. When I use the word ceremonial... Um, that's what a funeral is.
0: Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. If a white guy was killed by the police, she wasn't going to be there. What do yeah, you but
1: mean? I mean, I, I don't want to do speculation. Oh, that's I can tell you a fact.
0: I can tell you she wouldn't be there. Fact.
1: Okay. All right. You may be right on that. But it's her job to do that. The White House wanted her to do it, so she did it. So I can't criticize her on, well, maybe she wouldn't have done it if the police officers were white. I can say that if they were white, this uh, country would be on fire. And that's how fragile our social fabric is. And people should understand that. That we're one away from having, um, you know, violence and death in the streets. Yeah. we okay, one away. Yep. Now, what I did was uh, call for two things. Number one, an extensive um state-run analysis of these five police officers who committed symbolic suicide. You have to understand that not just one person's life gone, there are six people, five cops and Tyree, and of course their families grievously hurt. So why would you as a police officer commit symbolic suicide? Do you not understand what happened with George Floyd? Did you not see that? What about your families at home? Do you not understand that you being in prison for decades destroys uh, the structure of your family? This is critical to get inside the minds of those five individuals when they did that heinous thing. You're not going to get it at first because the lawyers will step in and say, excuse me, don't tell them anything or deny, deny, whatever it may be. But you can get it. And it has to be done at a very high level with PhDs and and some law enforcement combining in a little task force. Not a lot of people to interview extensively in prison, these five officers, to find out what was going through their mind exactly. Mm, That is the key to this whole thing. I agree. if If you look at the big picture, and very few people do or want to, and you're correct about that, Kamala Harris has got an agenda. And, and I'll get to Sharpton in a minute. But there are 800,000 current law enforcement people working. The average amount of civilians in America killed by police in the last five years is a little more than 1,000 a year. And of those 1,000, more than half were shooting at police, trying to kill police. Right. So when you do the math, literally, this is an infinitesimal amount of people being killed by police in this country, infinitesimal. However, any death like the one that we saw in that videotape is unacceptable. Now, Sharpton, you're right about, but but here's the kicker on why I didn't really go into it too much last night on the No Spin News, which, by the way, now has gotten uh dis- is going to be distributed by <clears throat> DirecTV wow. which is a huge.
0: Yes. Congratulations. Enormous. That's a yeah, big I deal. I mean it's
1: for an in- for an independent news agency like me to have worldwide distribution at this level is it's unprecedented. Yeah. I heard of. Yeah. Never happened before. But anyway, Sharpton is a polarizer. So as soon as he shows up half the country is um not angry, but they're disappointed. However, the family may have asked for him. Yeah,
0: no, the family does. and I'll give you another stat. It's more than half the country. Uh, I know it's anecdotal, but there's even black Democrats that I speak to that do not consider Al Sharpton the voice of the African-American community. So I would tell you it's more than half the country okay. that doesn't like him.
1: And they have good reason not to like him. All right, I know Sharpton for a long, long time. And he's not a trustworthy individual. <laughs> I can tell you that. And I know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I yeah. know that firsthand.
0: Yeah, yeah. you and Tawana Brody both know that.
1: Um, <laughs> so but if the family, particularly the mother of Tyree, says, I would like him to give the eulogy, you can't intrude on it.
0: Right, that's true. No, you're right. Very good point, Bill O'Reilly. That's why he's gonna be on direct T V, that's why he's the best. Quite a story in today's New York Post, after years of denial. Hunter Biden admits, Bill, okay, yeah, it's my laptop, but here's what he's doing. He's going the, on the offensive, right? And he's saying, Giuliani, all these people that got my laptop and delved into it and said all these things about me, I'm going after them. So now he's kind of flipping the script and saying, yeah, you got it, you got it, but you still shouldn't be talking about this stuff. Quite the move by Hunter Biden, huh? Yeah, the lawyer's uh,
1: Abby Lowell, who grew up near me in uh, Levittown. Um, Interestingly enough, he's been around forever. They're now uh, telling um, Hunter Biden to go on the offensive, you know, because certain people did certain things. They may be able to get those people on and on and on. But Hunter Biden isn't smart enough, nor is his father, Joe Biden, to know that the longer you keep the tawdry laptop in the public eye, the more you're going to get hurt. See, nobody cares about some guy in a shop. That you left the laptop there inexplicably, looking at it. Nobody, nobody cares about that. And then you're going to make that a centerpiece of a lawsuit. All right, it's your right to do it. You can do it. Where's it going to get you and your father? It's not. It's just going to get you more negative headlines. Oh, look at this. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just it summons it up again. Not that it's going to go away, because now the next shoe is going to be Congress, the committee saying, okay. Um, here's the money, and that's the nexus of this story. Right.
0: So you got these migrants, and finally the cops came out last night, Bill, went to the Watson Hotel. You got to go. They've been saying it for days, and the migrants are like, no, we're not going. And you've heard this before. We've created the monster. So while the city and the mayor can be angry at these people, and they're clearly ungrateful because they came here for a better quality of life, and I don't care if the hotel sucks and the food sucks, it's still better than where they originated from, but the truth is we've created, not you and I, the city, the state, the government have created these monsters, have they not? Yeah, of course.
1: But if I were them, I'd do the same thing. I know. <laughs> I'm not going. Hey, you're gonna go to Brooklyn. You know? I'm not going to Brooklyn. I got a four hundred dollar night hotel room with three what? meals a day, and I got I got big screen TV, yeah. and I got free coffee, and uh, I can get out here and walk around. And I'm not going to Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to Brooklyn. If you make me, I'm going to get a civil rights lawyer in here, and they're going to do this. Oh, man. Look, in. this is what, the, what it is. You know, the people come here, quickly are told by the uh, uh, migrant rights crew, these are your rights. This is what you can do. Uh, then they get the hotel, and they go, whoa, this is great. And then some guy comes in and goes, um, excuse me. You're going to Brooklyn. No, I'm not. I'm not going to Brooklyn. You know, that's the mentality of human nature. And, you know, you sit here and you just it just gets more bizarre every second. And, yeah, they're going to have to go to Brooklyn. I mean, they're going to get removed and they're going to go over there. But I, when I saw it, I wasn't surprised. I no, mean, I was surprised. no,
0: I'm not surprised, but I have to tell you that. I, you know this, I've become friendly with the mayor. I think it's good to have a, a, a somebody on my side of the aisle, if you will, in his ear. To his credit, he, he's willing to listen we become very friendly. Dinner's together. Got to know my family. But I can't really continue to protect him and defend him if he's going to go out there and want it both ways. Don't tell me Biden's doing great, Hochul's doing great, and then complain about the city. So eventually, the mayor, Bill O'Reilly, I think you'd agree, is going to have to come to the realization one of these sides isn't working. And I know they're your side. They're your side. But if you have designs on the White House, you need to call it fairly. And he's not doing that right now.
1: No, he's still inside the Democratic machine in New York City, and he's not going to go out. I don't think he'll ever go outside that machine um, because that protects um, the mayor and the governor and all the loons up in Albany that are passing these heinous laws that are hurting all the folks. You go outside the machine, and you're a traitor. So that's a calculation he has to make. And he believes he's glib enough, as you said, to play both sides of the issue. But surely um, Mayor Adams understands that this problem is not going to get any better as long as Biden's president. Yep. But I can guarantee you that he will endorse Biden for president.
0: Yes, he will. Oh, you're 100. I don't feel
1: sorry for Mayor Adams.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: I don't. Yep. I mean, this is what politicians do all the time. He's not different. But if anybody was expecting somebody to stand up for them, them being the taxpayer, because we're paying for the $400 night room. Who do you think's paying for that? Okay. Yep. It's the New Yorkers are paying for it. Yeah. They may get some federal money in the backup, but this is insane. I mean, we're sitting here and then the Democratic machine supports the Biden administration, period. Yeah.
0: It is disheartening, uh, but what's great is uh, the killing series. I know on Billorwally. is always a terrific deal. Valentine's Day's coming up, Bill. Let's get something done on the website. Yeah, I'm not the most
1: romantic guy in the world. Uh, people might have picked that up. Um, I, I
0: try. Uh, you are. I got to know I, the real. I, I got to know the real Bill O'Reilly. You're actually very, very, very sweet.
1: Yeah, but I I don't know any poems, and I'm not, I I don't think J Lo would like me. You know, you gotta hold her hand. Look, you gotta hold J Lo's hand like 10 hours a day. You get chapped. You get chapped in the cold weather doing that. You know, you gotta be hugging, hugging whispering sweet nothings. No good, no good. I love your ponytail, J Lo. I I just can't see myself in that. But Valentine's Day, well, you know, I'm gonna I'll come up with
0: something, and God knows what it is. <laughs> okay, Killing the Legends is still on sale on the website.
1: Yeah, oh, Killing Legends. I just signed a thousand books yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I Jeez. mean, it's like ah, oh. and now I'm writing Killing the Witches, uh, which is going to be out in September. Another uh, very big book, I think. Um, and so we're doing that, and the cover is posted on BillOReilly.com, and we appreciate always you mentioning it, Sid. And, um, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog, Brady's the best. But I understand what you guys are doing. I know what you're doing. Can you fool
0: me? Yeah. And Mike is a neighbor of yours, too. So, hey, listen, uh, another really great appearance. Congratulations on the Directv stuff. That is really huge, Bill. Congrats. And we'll do it again next week, pal. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me in, Sid. You got See it, you. my man, Bill O'Reilly, the best.